Welcome to the Two Cents Business Podcast with me, your host, Joyce M. Washington, CPA. I'm a business strategist and virtual CFO who helps small business owners earn more money and keep more of their profits through savvy money management skills. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at thecommonsense.com forward slash zero one zero. Hey there. Hello again. Um, in today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about ways to transfer money, aka what I like to say, give me my money. In the next couple episodes, I'm going to do what I refer to as the inspired by series, because these are topics that uh, I just felt compelled to talk about and uh, to correct some misinformation that I see outside of the closed Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups, because that's where I'm seeing some of these conversations take place. And I just felt like it wasn't enough to just make a comment to these posts. So again, today's episode, we're going to talk about um, transferring money, um, whether that's wire transfers or ACHs and things like that. So First off, I want to circle back to the original post, and I'm just going to summarize it because I I don't want to, you know, betray the trust of the closed group, okay? So for the most part, this particular post was about a young lady who had gotten a new client, and the client, after signing on, had requested to be able to do a wire transplant, wire transfer for their payment because they were in a different country. So a lot of us do virtual services or, and have online businesses. So this isn't really all that unheard of. But this particular young lady, again, the client had asked to do a wire transfer and Other than the online communication, she really didn't know this client. So she was very leery of doing a wire transfer and giving up her bank account information. So so there was that. So she was trying to look for or was asking for information around whether or not, uh, A, if this was a scam, and B, if there were alternate uh, solutions to wire transfers or giving up her business banking account information because you know to do a wire transfer you need the routing number as well as the account number and she just didn't feel comfortable disclosing that information so she was asking some questions around that so basically what I said is that that I get where she's coming from but you know outside of the Outside of the online business world and the small business world, wire transfers and ACHs are actually the norm. Uh, Using credit cards all the time is actually not normal policy or normal procedure when it comes to larger businesses. So for the most part, A, I got where she was coming from, but I was really shocked by the number of people that immediately hopped on that it's a scam bus, um, that they immediately thought that because somebody is asking you for your business bank account information, that they are obviously a scammer. And that is not necessarily true. I'm not saying that it 
I, I don't know the young lady. I don't know what her business is. And I don't know who her client was. So I can't really speak to that specific. But what I can speak to is that it's not necessarily a scam that large corporations do wire transfers and ACH is, like I said, as a standard payment option, um, in addition to doing checks uh, or sending checks. Uh, and really and truly before the advent of things like PayPal and Zelle and Venmo and services like that, people actually did wire transfers on a regular basis as an alternative to sending checks. I mean, I'm pretty sure that all of you have heard of a little company called Western Union. That's actually what a wire transfer is <laughs> that, you know, you may use Western Union to wire the information or, or wire your, your uh, payment from one place to another. So that's, I think the more prevalently known company that does wire transfers outside of actual banks. But back to the scam or, or back to the accusation or the inquiry into whether or not it's a scam, it was a scam. Um, for, for real, I don't know if it was or not. But um, in the interim, uh, there are services built for businesses that, that can act as a middleman because that was the secondary part of what her question was, that if you are truly truly um leery of giving up your banking information that you know there are services like PayPal and Stripe that can act as a barrier or act as a wall um between you and the client so the recommendations that i gave her are going to be the same recommend recommendations that i give for you and i will link them into the show notes but the recommendations that I gave was uh, a company called Veeam, and that's a V-E-E-M. And they they basically do ACH transfers, but they are like in the middle. So they confirm the information from your client, and they confirm your banking information, and they act as a middleman or a conduit to make sure that the, that the payment gets from your client to you without either of you having to disclose your banking information to the other party. So so that's one alternative. The other alternative is TransferWise. Uh, and a third alternative is Stripe ACH. Uh, I believe that is only available to U.S based companies. And another one is, like I said, the tried and true Western Union. So note, if this is a, you know, as an alternative, a payment alternative that you're interested in using, note that you're going to have to do a little bit more educating to your client, because there are going to be some additional setup steps that you'll have to require in order that the companies themselves, Veeam, TransferWise, and Stripe, as well as Western Union, there are going to be some additional steps and additional hoops that your client is going to have to jump through, that both parties actually are going to have to jump through in order to confirm the banking information. But once you're set up, you should be good to go. So if you can plan accordingly and know what the process is for each of these companies, you can plan for that and make sure that your client is aware of what to expect. So the other option that that I thought about actually after I posted in the group, the other option is kind of a la the profit first 
you know, process in, in that you have several ba- bank accounts. So if you just have the one business bank account, I understand you not wanting to give up that information. But if you follow Profit First, one of the things that that you should be doing is to have an account for just the revenue deposits. So uh, once that deposit is made, you are then distributing that money to other places. So it's kind of like a zero account. So in that case, you're not really worried about the, you know, whether or not somebody has access or has the account number because for the most part, there's never any money there anyway. So if you have that bank account that is set aside for the express purpose of receiving client payments, receiving deposits and nothing else, as soon as the funds come in, you transfer them out to your operating checking account. So if, if you are doing that, and if you'd like to do it automatically, you know, just talk to your banker about it. But but for the most part, that can be another fail safe for you. Um, if you have a separate bank account that you use exclusively for deposits. And again, you can talk to your banker about this because you can also have them set up that um, the only way that that money is transferred out is based on you initiating that um, that transfer and that it's based on your signature only. So those are some sale, uh, some some safety nets that you can put in in place. So before we kind of you know get away from this particular topic, a, a word on you know those are kind of the words on what to do and and services that you can use specifically for wire transfers and ACHs. But I also wanted to reiterate what not to do because I see this a lot in in groups as well. And and it's a bit of the misinformation that I was mentioning before is that, uh, and this is what you shouldn't do. One thing that you shouldn't do is to not use the friends and family option on PayPal because you are a business and you need to act accordingly. Do not use the friends and family option because your client is not your friend. Your client is not your family. So stop, you know, trying to skirt the the fees. So so there's that. And stop using personal money transfer services like Zelle and Venmo for business purposes because they are not set up for for business transactions. Uh, and worst case scenario, they will not protect you in the event that, you know, you have to, you know, um, dispute a invoice with a client because you've used the friends and family option or, you know, a cl- or you're the client and you need to dispute the transaction because the service wasn't provided. If you use the friends and family option, too bad, so sad you know, that's pretty much like you, you basically handing over some cash to your friend. So, so I just wanted to mention that, that you should not be using the friends and family option and you should not be using personal money transfer services like Zelle and Venmo. And, uh, and, and seriously, it's actually against their terms of service to be using those services for business purposes. So, 
all of that, I, I know it's a whole bunch, but you can find, in addition to finding the ones that I mentioned today in the show notes, you can find a, a pretty much complete list of the tools that uh, I use in my business and um, the tools that my team likes, uh, the tools that the tools that we use and uh, what our recommendations are. You can check those out by checking out thecommonsense.com forward slash resources. So I just wanted to mention that because I did kind of list out a whole bunch of different services and I wanted to make sure that you had a complete list of the things that we use and the things that I recommend. So having said that, before we leave, I wanted to quickly recap that being having having a company request that you that you send a wire or, or that they would like to send you their payment via a wire or ACH doesn't necessarily make them a scam artist, to be honest. But what you want to do is you want to have those things in place in the event that a, a client does want to pay you with something other than a credit card. And you want to get your your money relatively quickly because if you don't have these things set up, then you'll be kind of stuck waiting for them to send you a check. And that's not fun either because you want to get started with the work as soon as possible. So again, to recap, what I recommend is that you use services like Veeam, TransferWise, Stripe ACH, or the tried and true Western Union. And you can also set up a separate bank account that is used for the exclusive uh, service uh, or the exclusive purposes of just receiving client payments. Um, And then that way you kind of feel a little bit more comfortable with disclosing the routing number and the bank account number. Um, Although it's not as easy as you think to do... um, um, to improperly do wire transfers uh, because there's a lot of paperwork involved, at least the last time I checked anyway. So those are the things. And also uh, to be mindful not to use the friends and family option with PayPal or to use personal money transfer services like Zelle and Venmo. Make sure that you are, you know, using business tools for business activities such as the ones that we've already mentioned. And again, you can find a peek at my revised resource list by going to thecommonsense.com forward slash resources. And it's it's available. You don't have to sign up via email or anything like that. You can just get see the list of all the resources that we use here on Team Common Sense. So again... That's where you can find the resources and you can find the links for the um, the things that I've mentioned today, as well as a little bit of additional commentary on today's episode by going to thecommonsense.com forward slash zero one zero. So thanks for listening today. And until next time, have a wonderful day.